Hello and welcome to another episode of Brothers 3 Podcast for Wednesday, June 20th, 2018. And how you doing, fam? I can't hear you. I say, how you doing, fam? Are you living your best life? I said, are you, 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 you living, 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 living your best, 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 best life, 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 life? Well, that's cool. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, brother number one, present and accounted for. Brother number two, I had the teachers look around when they're doing attendance. Brother number two, am I, am I saying that right? Absent. Brother number three, brother, brother, it's an ethnic name. Am I saying that right? Brother number three. And then some nerd hold their hand up in the back of the class like, brother number three isn't here right now. I was like, okay, cool. So I checked them off as absent. But I'm here. Perfect attendance. Straight A student. That's what I be. Um, so what's been going on? Um, I'm not drinking. Uh, I just, uh, give myself a, a break. Um, I made a deal with a heroin addict. Yeah, I, that that went from <laughs> zero to a hundred real quick. Like, well, I decided I'm not gonna drink because of the empty carbs. It's not really good for your body, and it dehydrates you. It's like I made a deal with a heroin addict. But let me explain. If you listen to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that uh, me and the liquor store are not strangers. We we have a we have a symbiotic relationship. I give them money, they give me booze. Feelings are drowned. And uh, the cycle repeats. Well, I uh, met someone who was trying to recover from a heroin addiction, you know, and we were sitting there and they were telling me the horrors of heroin, you know. Uh, and every time I shoot up, uh, if I live or if I die, it doesn't make a difference. And, uh, you know, you're always chasing that first high, but you never really, you never really catch it. And, you know, it's just the horrible things I've done for the heroin. It just, I don't know if I used the heroin or the heroin is using me, but the voices, they, uh, my, 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 my bones ache when I don't use and I just, I just use it to make the pain go away, but you know, it, it just numbs it for a while. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm sad because I got a divorce and, uh, a girl dumped me. He was like, I feel you, man. I feel you. I'm like, yeah, it's been hard. It's been hard for me. It's all about me. And he's giving me words of encouragement. Like, well, uh, just stay strong. You know, I'll, I'll try my best not to sell my body and soul and what's left of my dignity for heroin. I say, yeah, I mean, cause, you know, there's liquor stores on every corner and, uh, you know, it's kind of hard for me too. And he was, I say, but you know what? I'll make you a deal. If you, you know, you stay clean, and then I won't drink for 30 days. He was like, you know what? Any support is, is, is helpful. So, because I'm such a good person, I'm not drinking for 30 days, and, you know, hopefully, you know, if he's any man of his word, he won't use heroin. So, you know, root for me. Well, root for him, too, but be here for me. He don't have a podcast. So, um, 
Yesterday, I took Zion. Um, well, okay, let's backtrack a little bit. She asked me, she, she texted me and said, uh, Happy Father's Day. This was Saturday, Saturday night. I said, thank you, baby. You know, through the text, obviously. And she said, uh, I'm going to take you to Applebee's. Like, real matter-of-factly like that. Well, it, again, it was text, but it just read like, I'm taking you to Applebee's. I said, oh, thank you, baby. She said, what about tomorrow? Which would have been Sunday. I said, I can't make it Sunday. I got to work. And she was like, what time do you have to work? This conversation sounds really grown. Like, I'm feeling uh, my child's responsible, and she... She wants to spend time with me and take her old man out to get, you know, I ain't going to break a pocket. It's just a two for 20 or something. You know, just so I told her, well, I have to be at work at five. She said, how about one? I said, yeah, it doesn't really leave me a lot of wiggle room. So then she called me. Almost like no excuses, old man. I'll take you out, show you some love and affection. So she's like, OK, now what's going on? I said, well, I got to be at work at five. I had you know, broke down my day or whatever. She's like, yeah, but that still kind of leaves time for us to go. I said, yeah, but it's also going to be crowded because it's Father's Day. And, you know, I'd rather just get, if we can do it at Monday, that'll just work better for me. She said, okay, cool. We'll do it Monday. Not a problem. So she hangs up. She says, I love you, Dad. I said, I love you, too. Eyes kind of welling up a little bit. Like, you know, I love you, too, kid. And she sent one final text. I don't have any money. Uh, would you mind paying? And I, you know, yeah, sure. Not a problem. You know, it's not a problem. She don't have a job, so it's cool. So I go get her Monday. Uh, we go. She, she's, you know, she's my kid. So she comes down. Uh, I don't like what she's got on. I don't like what she got on. So I say, uh, before you leave me, you gotta go change. She didn't want to, but she changed. Get in the car. I had it on my phone. I said, you're going to be my navigator. I knew where we were going, but I didn't want no surprises. All right, so we're going down. We're traveling, whatever. The robot say, turn left. I'm like, I don't know. But maybe the robot knows something I don't. So we turn left. And then we taking us a country, distant, uh, distant road I've never been before. But I'm with it because I spend time with my kids. So we're talking. You know, I'm giving her little pearls of advice, trying to. And she's, you know, she's receptive to it. So she says, make a left. And then make a right. And make a left. So we end up on the street that if I would have kept going the way I was going, we would have ended up there anyway. And Zion is like, uh, yeah, why did you get off the highway? I say, well, you know, the robot said do it. And you know, maybe the robot knew something I didn't. She was like, the, the road would have been open. I said, well, how, how do you know? She said, because I came down here, you know, with mom yesterday and the road was open. I said, OK, cool. Now I'm trying to teach her not to be a follower and I'm listening to, you know, the Google, whatever. So we sit down, we have a good lunch and we're getting ready to go. She's got to be at swim practice, you know, in like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. And me, I'm normally on time. But that didn't quite calculate it right. So I'm doing the math. I'm like, ah, she's going to be 10 minutes late, 15 minutes late. So she's driving to the house. Um, I'm driving to the house. And I'm just I'm, I'm speeding a little bit more than what I normally do because I don't speed. But we get there. And I'm like, okay, go in there real quick, change your clothes. And uh, when you get back, I'll take you to the 
to the swim meet. And then I go in, and I explain to the guy, you know, that it's my fault that you're late. I say, okay, cool. So she runs up in the house. Then I get a text. After like three minutes or whatever. She was like, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm not going. I said, what, what are you talking about? You're not going. I thought you were, you know, you were talking about dedication and hard work and you could have made it to the conference and, you know, you seemed to be really excited. Like, what, why, why aren't you going? She said, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not, not going to go. I said, okay, well, okay. So I pull out of the driveway and I'm heading back toward the highway. And then I get, <laughs> I get a call from Zion. Like, yo, uh, it's one of them things like you, it's kind of urgent, but you're trying to be nonchalant about it. I'm like, Hey, baby, was, is everything okay? She's like, Yeah, yeah, no, everything's cool. Uh, have you, I don't know, seen mom? I say, I think maybe she had left. I don't, I'm on the highway right now. I don't, I don't know. Like, is everything okay? She was like, Ah, yeah, but, um, ah, Jesus, I don't know how to say it. I'm like, well, just what, what's wrong? Now I'm almost ready to turn back around. She was like, well, I'm, I was yelling for mom and like, I'm, I'm, I'm on the toilet. I'm like, okay, waiting for the rest of it. And there's, there's no tissue. I'm like, okay. Now again, don't know what's going on. She's like, well, well, what do I do? <laughs> I'm like, oh, baby, you're 13 and don't know what to do. I didn't say that. I was thinking that means a parent, you know, we've been doing all right. You know, there's no one in the house to give a tissue. Well, heck, I don't know. Maybe there's none in there. You know, and she, she didn't freak out. I mean, she's freaking out a little bit. You know, I say, well, baby, this is what you got to do. You got two choices. Now, either you can get up and put a towel around yourself and waddle over you gotta leave your pants down it's just how it goes you gotta waddle over and either go to the door and see if your mom's out there peek around like a you know soiled ninja or you know um oh you just gotta get in the shower <laughs> she like uh do what now i say that was you know you, you're dirty not as a female but another you know you you, you gotta you know MacGyver the situation. If you, you know, if you sit on and you don't can't clean yourself, you gotta use the shower to clean yourself. And you can see like a little brain she kind of working out. She's like, huh, hmm, okay, Dad, bye. And I wanted to ask her like, which one are you going with? <laughs> but I didn't. My child got. But I like the fact that she took that adversity and was like, okay, my dad gave me some some wise advice and I can continue on. It makes me okay with with who she is as a person. Also yesterday, once uh, I dropped Zion off, once she was, you know, taken care of and everything, uh, you know, I decided to treat myself to go see the Incredibles too. Um I mean I, I did my fatherly thing and I just, you know, wanted to see I've been waiting fourteen years, you know. Like I was, that's, I, you know, enough waiting. I was going to take my Zion and she was like, oh, well, Incredibles is stupid. It's for babies. I was like, you are wrong. And you just talked yourself out of a ticket. So I go to the little movie theater and uh, park my car and 
I see like young kids, like teenage age. It's like a lot of them. It's almost like when you were in school and, you know, seventh, eighth grade and everyone decided to go to the movie theater. You know, y'all meet there from school like, oh, snap, I saw you in school and now you like you here as a person and it's not school. Crazy, right? So it was like six, seven of those kids walking around. And as I closed my door, I just looked at my reflection in the in the car window and I was just like, Ugh, I'm just I'm just old. You know <laughs> I got work boots on, some blue jeans too tight. I take my key, I hook them in one of my belt loops in a black shirt. Just you know, and I can just see the kids looking like Ew, old man and I it's like, keep living, you little turds. So anyway, I walk up in there. I'm in line. There's a, there's a mom, a black mom, maybe about my age, maybe, maybe 10 years older, heavy set. She's got curly weave or whatever. She's got two sons. The, re- the reason I know that they're her sons, they look exactly like her in the face. They kind of, one's tall like me, but he's got extra weight and he's got the, they got the big bell pepper noses. And she's got this long, weavy, wavy weave. One of the boys, he's got, his leg was broke. It was in a cast or something. He was a heavier boy, probably. Bones probably broke because he, he's, uh, you know, childhood obesity. But he's got his hair in some kind of twisty style. Uh, shave on the sides, kind of, I guess, pre-dreadlocks. Got a little limp to it. Interesting. The other little boy, a little younger, he just got kind of a, it's a, I guess, shaped fro, like a Philly fro, but it's got like the little, like, twisties in it. You know, it's a young style. It's cute. All, you know, they all look, look like a happy family. Little, little other boy, he was heavy set too. So, as I'm walking in there in front of me, and the mom is on the phone, and, uh, she's talking to somebody. I'm not trying to listen, but at the same time, you know, I'm going to go see a kids movie with no kids. I'm trying to really stay low key, but you don't want to be too low key because they want to. Why are you going to go see The Incredibles two with no kids? Tell them to mind their business. I've been waiting 14 years for this movie. So the mom is talking, and then she's kind of looking around, and she's got a kind of a look on her face, like, "Well, I understand." And the you know, I heard a man's voice. He's saying something. She's like, "So what? You you're just not coming?" And then he says something else, and she's crossing the arms. And then she started looking around to see if anybody listening. I look away. But I am definitely listening. And they, the little boy with the messed up leg, you know, the line goes up a little bit. He hobbles up a little bit. The little kid, he's excited to go. So I said, so what am I supposed to tell them? Like, what am, what am I supposed to tell them? That you're, that you're just not coming, huh? And he said some cool stuff under her breath. And then she's looking around again. And she's like, so you, this is really messed up. Like, it, so I, you just come in our lives and then just leave? And the bigger boy... I guess he's looking around like another one bites the dust, you know. I, I want to play catch with him. And the little boy is like, I wonder if, you know, Dash is going to be in Incredibles 2. Of course, Dash is going to be in Incredibles 2. It's Incredible 2. So then we get up in the line. Now, the line, once you get to the front of the line, there's three tellers. So it splits off. It's almost like a bank. Whoever gets finished, you can go up to whichever teller is available. So the lady and, and her, I guess she wasn't emotional, but she was definitely destroyed. She walked behind this Asian dude. So she's in line behind him. But the two other cashiers are open. And I don't want to walk in front of this woman because she's still kind of talking. Now the voice conversation got kind of low. So um, the lady was like, next. So I'm looking at her. And the woman looks at me and she's kind of waved like going ahead of me. 
And I wanted to be like, I'll be that baby's daddy. <laughs> like, y'all, come on. We can all get popcorn. I'm lonely. Y'all lonely. Let's go make a dysfunctional family. I didn't know. I didn't. So I went, bought my ticket, and I go into the movie theater. I, it was either between the 7 o'clock show or the 8 o'clock show, and it was like 7.20. I really like my previews. That's the best part of movies to me, in my opinion. I say skip it. Give me the 7, uh, 7 o'clock show. It was a 3D show. I was like, I don't want no 3D glasses, but give them here. So I take the 3D glasses. I go up in there. Now, <clears throat> as I walk in there, I ain't, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look inconspicuous again, one adult male by itself. At the same time, I'm scoping, looking for MILFs, looking for any family just ain't quite complete. Like it just, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to inject myself into that, but same time, just scoping, just checking out the local scene. You know, some people go to, they go to, you know, bars. I'm at the Pixar movie. Like, Hey, Hey, what's going on with you? So, didn't see nothing too much going on so i go have a seat and i'm sitting there i'm looking at the screen or whatever and they had like a little short i'm not gonna ruin no no spoilers nothing like that but they had like a little short at the beginning of the movie you know how pixar do they had like a little 10 minute movie then they have the the main feature or whatever so i'm sitting there and i'm watching the preview and in true pixar fashion by the end of that Sorry, that's my instant messenger. By the end of that little five, ten minute snippet, it kind of related back to me and Zion. And it, it, your boy had to take his 3D glasses off because the eyes got a little blurred. They got a little water. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. But that's what Pixar do. It's a good movie. I definitely recommend it. Uh, Incredibles 2, uh, the story was. It was. Instead of it being like a, a rock'em sock'em, you know, destructing thing, it was it was kind of a psychological thing. But that kid was not that movie was not for kids. It was single parents, uh, or even people work on their relationship. But I, you know, give it three brothers out of three. I guess that's our new rating system. So I'll check it out. Now I had some other stuff I wanted to talk about, but because I don't want to just be talking about oh funny stuff in the news funny stuff but man i promise you in the what monday tuesday when sunday monday tuesday in the two or three days since i like started since since the last podcast so many weird stuff i it was one thing like i i couldn't not talk about it and i'm not even talking about the political climate i just thought okay these these news articles, the the headlines, I remember seeing stuff like this when a National Enquirer was a thing. Like when I was 10, 9, you know. And it just, and now for it like this to be real life, it it's weird. I Okay, I had to write something down because I just, I didn't even read the articles because I don't care what the article was going to say. The headline was way, it had to be way better. My imagination had to be way better than the actual articles. Uh, one was police shoot woman welding sword. Now that one, I ain't gonna lie. Just the visual of that, I had to kind of glance into it. I, I, I did read that article. Um, just when you think of a police shoot woman welding sword, it's okay. It's like what a standoff, uh, you know, and the woman 
there's a noble swordsman. They was like almost like the end of that Bruce Lee movie, where they was like Bruce Lee, you going to jail? He was like, I gladly go to jail. And but at the outside the gates, it was like four or five dudes with guns that's pointing them at him. And he was just like, you know what? Forget it. Karate man bleed on the inside. And he takes off running in slow motion. He ends with him doing a a jump kick and it freeze frames. And you just start hearing guns go off. Now, I know some people are uh, karate movie aficionados. So if you know which movie that is, please let me know. You know, but that's how I see this woman going out. So I had to read the article because this is the one time I was hoping that my imagination and reality kind of merged. Her story was so much better. Jesus, her story was so much better. Okay, so this woman, she breaks into a house. I don't know why um, she breaks into a house. So while she's in the house, some people call the police. The woman leaves out of that house. And runs into another house. So I guess the cops are chasing. It's almost like a, a Grand Theft Auto mission, I guess. You got to go from house to house stealing stuff. I don't know. So she breaks into another house. She goes into this house. She obtains a samurai sword. Almost like Zelda. She obtains a samurai sword. They chase her to another house. She tries to break into that house, but she does not get into that house. So the cops have a barricade. She's in the garage. So they're talking to this woman. They're trying to get her to come down. They're like, yo, please don't, you know, just come on out. It's, it's over. You know, your life of crime is over with. Just give it up. She ain't coming out. So they try to send a robot in there. And I guess the robot couldn't bring her woman craziness down. And then they try to breach a couple times, you know, to get in there. And I guess she's swinging that sword. Like, back, back, I guess. I don't know. But I guess they had enough. After two and a half hours, they actually went in there trying to calm this woman down. And I guess she wouldn't give up. And they end up killing her. The one detail I left out of the story is going to change your whole viewpoint of this. Is that this woman was wearing a wedding dress. I'm sorry, y'all. That's my other um, messaging system. So this woman, I did not figure out when she started the, the rampage. Was she wearing a dress before? Did she obtain it? But just imagine all that. I like to think of her with a veil on and she crying and saw mascara's running. This woman running across manicured lawns and like, give up, give up. You, you, you just give it up. It's not going to stop. She kicks up. She got the, the, the wedding shoes on. Kick open like a, a, a screen, a, a plate glass window and do a roll with a, with a wedding dress on. She turn around. She throws a bouquet at him and she hit one cop in the face. He's like, and he hits the deck and then she grabs a samurai sword and then from there she like, kicks open like like Bruce Lee boom kicks open the front door with them heels on still and then she makes it to the garage and she's looking like give up there's no way out and then she's sitting there st- st- tears running down the face or whatever and they like they trying to come in you know like the little window in the garage or whatever they bust their little hand in or whatever and she's just sitting there like in the middle of the room again like Bruce Lee you know, just kind of, but she panicked though. So she ain't cool like Bruce Lee, but she, she ready for any trouble from any sides. And then, uh, you know, I, I, and then eventually they end up shooting her. So that's one thing I saw, right? I saw another thing. Uh, waitress loses job, comma, booted from Air Force, N-word hunting. That's in, uh, parentheses. Yeah, parentheses. And I guess there's a video of this woman. She doing what 
some white people do. I don't want to say rednecks, but some some cultures or some some subculture in America. She's in a pickup truck. She's drinking. And she was saying, uh, they asked, what are we doing today? She said, going inward, honey, whatever. See, but her whole life got changed because we got to be careful what we say, people. And see, when I first saw it, I thought when she said inward, word I thought she was looking for a black dude. You know, white people, I guess, apparently can say it now. I don't know where I was from. Well, wait a minute. <clears throat> Back in my day, it's brought to you by Nostalgia. Okay. Back in my day, if you was white, there were certain things you just didn't say. And if you did say them, then you kind of want that action. Whatever happened was brought to you by that word. And that was kind of like the go button. Because, um, you know, growing up in Gary, there was a couple white kids here and there. Very, very far and few in between. Like you might have one in the school, maybe two or whatever. And they were cool. Some kids picked on them. Most kids didn't give a care. Maybe that's just how white kids are at black, uh, black kids are at white school. Some of them picked on them. Most of them didn't care. Live and let live. But no little white kid. I don't care how cool they were or how crazy they were. They never went to that route because that is, uh, there's an instant instant violation. Like, and even if you the white kid, you got all these black friends, you be from one black dude, that word would turn uh all your friends against you. But now I guess apparently because white women got braids and you know, white kids rap and you know, it's in but I kinda we shouldn't be saying it either. That's just my personal opinion. But, you know, okay, that it is what it is. I ain't gonna make this no more deeper than what it is. Um and that has been another episode of Back in My Day. Also, I saw a British man, British man stabs himself to death, thinking his vest was bullet, uh, was stab proof. I blame this on young people. Cause I've had, I, I wear stab vest. I mean, it, <laughs> and just because something's a, a stab vest don't mean you prove it by putting it on your body. It ain't the fact that he stabbed himself. I can understand he stabbed himself. If you stabbed yourself to death, that means either A, you stabbed yourself multiple times, or B, you aim for a vital organ. Now, if you want to be wrong, wouldn't you rather nick your spleen? Wouldn't you rather puncture a lung as opposed to, I'm going to put this right over my heart, and if it, if it don't work, if it ain't stab-proof, I'm taking it back to Walmart. Like, what the, what, what when did... Look, when we tested our stab vests, what we did was we took them and we threw them over a chair. And then we would stab at the chair. If the vest didn't work, the vest went back, the chair got replaced. So we went back to Ikea. There was nobody dead. But you did this to yourself. And I... I don't speak... I don't mean to speak ill of the dead. It's just... I just... uh It's shocking. I believe it at that. And finally, woman jumps off cliff after BF didn't propose. Now, I did read the little snippet because I was just like, I didn't, I didn't, uh, it was a little bit vague. So I need just a little bit more information. Well, I guess the woman went on social medias and she has said, if my boyfriend don't propose, I'm going to jump off a cliff. LOL. Now, 
she I'm not gonna put no ethnicities to these people, but you know, you figured out. But she seemed like an avid uh hiker. They had they had the 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 big backpacks on and then the, the good walking shoes and they showed them traversing some hilly terrain. You know. That that was just a picture next to it. And I guess apparently <laughs> her last post was like going on a walk. And and see Sometimes, you know, we say LOL to kind of soften the blow, but I think maybe she had a she had a game plan in mind. I, I think maybe he followed her on the social media. He was like, well, she going to be jumping today. So they walk up this mountain or whatever, and only one of them come back, the dude. Well, the dude, because see, now she's out the picture, so the narrative is his, essentially, you know. She, he say that while they was up there, he told this 26 year old, 26-year-old woman that he had had intimacies with her teenage sister. I'm going to say teenage. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt say 17, 16, somewhere in the legal range of consent. Now, the emotions that must have been going through this woman's head because she didn't say, OK, I'm going to jump off this cliff. Basically, she really wants to be with you, the man. So they hiking and she whistling and singing to the. You know, doing the little Snow White thing. He like kicking, kicking his feet in the dirt. Like, man, she, she in for a rude awakening. So they get to the perfect spot. She's like, oh my God, let's stop. And she did like the little, um, heels alive with the sound of music, like twirl. She's like, isn't this glorious? The sun was probably going down or whatever. He was like, yeah, it's all right, I guess. Had his little cargo shorts on, had his hands in, in his pockets looking down. She's like, what's, what's wrong? And he was like, I got to I, I got to tell you something. And she was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Start hyperventilating. Like, oh, my God, this is it. This is it. Like, OK. OK. <laughs> what do you want to tell me? Let's take a couple deep breaths. OK. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She's shaking. Like, oh, my God. OK. What, what, what do you got to tell me? What do you got to tell me? And my man was like, he looked in the eyes, probably grabbed her hand. She's like, oh, my God. I can't believe it's happening. He's like, yeah. I had sex with your sister. And she was like, yes, of course. I Wait, what? Like, what? What? You, you, you did what? And he was like, I had sex with your sister. And she like, well, I only got one sister. She's a, she's a young one. She looking down at the ground like, wait, this ain't making sense. Like, I only got one sister. He looked back up like, you mean my teenage sister made eye contact? And he was like, you know what I mean? Suck their teeth like, hey, man, it is what it is. And, you know, in her, well, how could you do this to me? Like, I'm not good enough. But my little sister was here. He was like, look, let's, look, don't make a big deal out of it. Let's just walk down the hill and we'll talk about it when we get to the bottom of the hill. So, no, I want to talk about it now. I, I want to talk about it now. Why, why, why not me? Not, look, it ain't about you. It's, I just, it was, it happened. It was a stupid thing to do and it happened. Let's get off the cliff. And, you know, women, they got to get closer to, to the edge. Like, no. No, like, I'm not going anywhere with you. Like, look, how about just, you ain't got to go anywhere with me. Go a direction with me. Down. Like, down. Off the mountain. Can we go off the mountain? I said, no. No. And he probably reached for it. Like, get, get your hands off me. And she was like, you know what? I came up here. I told everybody I was going to do something. And you're like, well, what did you say you was going to do? And then, you know, her emotions got the best of her. She was like, she just leapt. She didn't jump. She leapt. That sounds way more graceful. I'm sorry, y'all. That was another message 
and then he had to go down. Like he, he probably, I don't want to say he looked over, but maybe he did. Like, and maybe he yelled, like, no, come on, oh, dang. Okay. Okay. And he's probably like, what to do, what to do, what to do. And he was like, ain't nobody going to believe me. Ain't nobody going to believe me. And he walked, you know, you walk a little bit, you walk back, like, ain't nobody going to believe me. He started walking down a little bit. I swear to God, this is what happened. He like, looked back over the mountain, like, yep, she, yep, no, she down at the bottom already. <laughs> so, that's the news. All right, y'all, that's going to be, uh, that's going to just about do it for me, brother number one. I want to thank y'all for listening. Um, if you like this, please share it. Um, and check us out on our social medias. Uh, Instagram is going to be bros3pod. That's B-R-O-S-T-H-R-E-E-P-O-D. Um, to see uh, any upcoming uh, episodes. New episodes every Wednesday and Sunday. Uh, y'all be sweet. Y'all be good to each other. Y'all um, encourage and uplift each other. Um Cause you never know who you might be able to touch and influence and, um, y'all just be cool. And, um, yeah, that's going to be it. All right. Thank you. Bye.